Welcome to Elevate, the podcast where we dissect exceptional achievers who are consistently raising the bar personally and professionally to produce extraordinary results in investment real estate and ultimately in their lives. Now, here's your host, Tyler Chesser. Elevate Nation, welcome back. This is Tyler Chesser. I'm so thankful to have you here, and I'm so blessed and grateful to be here with Lisa McGregor. Lisa, how are you? I'm amazing. Thank you, Tyler. It is so, so nice to have you on the show, and we really had a lot of fun in our talk before we got on here, but uh, I'm really excited to share this with everybody uh, out here on Elevate Nation because really today's going to be a game changer, and I can really feel that, you know, we're going to do something. We're going to be change makers today, and I really want to dive in, but before we do that, I want to welcome Elevate Nation back because we're truly here to take it to another level. And I want to welcome you back because this is the show where our mission is to identify and apply how the best of the best raise the bar personally and professionally to achieve greatness in real estate and beyond. And this is a masterclass for leaders and those who are looking to achieve uncommon results and purposeful outcomes through real estate investing and ultimately in their lives. And I say purposeful outcomes because, you know, sometimes people get caught up in, you know, investing in real estate or making money or, you know, building a business where sometimes they get lost in really what the outcome is. And the outcome is to do something great. The outcome is to build a life for yourself, for others, uh, and make change in the world, inspire others. And so, you know, that's what really we're going to be talking about today. Um, but if you appreciate what we're doing on the show, we would appreciate if you subscribe to the show, if you give us a rating, a five-star review, certainly is appreciated. And uh, with that said, we are going to go ahead and dive in. I want to introduce you to Lisa McGregor. Lisa is a visionary entrepreneur, a futurist, and igniter of social change. Lisa is an unshakable optimist who believes in our ability to create a bright future in a world that works for everyone. There's a reason why entrepreneurs and business owners call Lisa the impact mentor. I love that. She's one of the most influential and new paradigm thinkers and mentors working anywhere in the world today. And I'm blessed that she's coming to us from Australia today uh, in a beautiful place that we both love. And her visionary, entre her visionary entrepreneurial thinking combined with over two decades of business and marketing experience or expertise have captured the attention and respect of CEOs, best-selling authors, entrepreneurs, and industry experts from around the world. In her career, she has influenced more than 100 million while starting and growing more than a dozen ventures, including three media technology companies, a renewable energy company, and an online education platform. Today, she travels and speaks globally on building a regenerative future and accelerating the social impact using business as a force for good. Lisa offers transformational programs and retreats around the world. So Lisa, you know, it's such an inspiring uh, way for us to kind of lead off the show is to talk about you. I mean, you know, there's so much, um, so much here that's, you know, a lot of people would say, well, really, I mean, how, you know, how, how do you do this? And, you know, really, I'm excited to dig into that today, but tell us a little bit more about the woman behind this bio. Wow. Well, that's, that's an interesting question. I, I think, you know, I think I'm a paradigm shifter. You know, I, I think my husband would attest to that being with me for 10 years now. I really like to, to really inspire people to think differently about the world and what they can do to step in and be part of the solution and really make the world better. And so I'm, I'm always sort of sharing 
things that I, I feel can really help to inspire positive change. So that's, that's really who I am behind the scenes. So inspire positive change. That's, that's really kind of the, how you would conceptualize everything you do and, and being a paradigm shifter. So tell me about that. You know, one of the things that you also mentioned there was being a part of the solution. What got you to that point? I mean, why did, you know, a lot of times it's like, you know what, there's too many complex things happening in this world. I've just got to take care of business for myself, my family. You know, what was it that inspired you to become a part of the solution in a larger way? Oh, amazing question. Well, I, I guess it kind of goes back almost 20 years, really. I started on this path. I was such a go-getter in my 20s. I wanted to I wanted to build this amazing career and travel the world. And I was very inspired to, uh, to be an international business. And by the time I was 25, I found myself uh, working with a technology startup, which I had built to a multi-million dollar company. And it was an amazing experience, you know, to reach the pinnacle of my career so early. And, you know, I, I really sort of had everything I'd ever wanted. And, and it was an incredible time for me. And then as the years sort of went by, you know, two, three years later, I really started to get this like nagging feeling inside. It was like, okay, so I've basically achieved everything I ever wanted to achieve. I've, I've you know, built this incredible company. I've traveled the world. I've achieved all my personal goals. And I, I started really, you know, asking myself the question, is this all there is? And it just wasn't sitting well with me. And I remember there was a, a trip I was doing. I used to travel back and forth between Australia and Los Angeles, like every six weeks, because we were building this, this company. And uh, I was listening to this podcast, I'll never forget. And it was from Stanford University. And it was a lecturer who was an entrepreneur. And he said, you know, he says, we've got some big problems in the world. And as entrepreneurs, we've got an opportunity to solve these problems. And he was talking about the areas of food, water, healthcare, and education. And I remember listening to that podcast. And honestly, Tyler, it has defined my life hmm. because I started thinking about, wow, you know, if I'm going to be an entrepreneur and if I'm really excited about the idea of building businesses and making money, how do I do that in a way that truly serves the world and truly works towards something meaningful, something where I can, I can, I can be part of systems change. And so I started looking into systems change. Like what does it actually mean to be a person that is helping to fix a lot of these systems that a lot of, you know, that we can argue are broken, right? If you take a look at our current healthcare system and current education system, um, the way we use energy right now, fossil fuels, you know, we're starting to become so much more aware that these systems that we have built are not sustainable. And so, you know, that was, that was profound for me. And I realized at that time that I needed to make some changes because I, you know, I'd had this success and I wanted it to be more meaningful. I wanted to make a difference. And so for the last decade, I've really been living in this question, you know, how can I make a meaningful contribution to the health and well-being of people in the planet? Hmm. And that's basically informed so much of all you know, the decisions that I've made and the businesses I've started and people I've helped and all of the things we've done the last, the last you know, 10, 15 years. So one of the things that happened to you when you listened to that and you became inspired and said, wait a minute, you know, you had, you had achieved financial success, you had achieved business success and what you were doing. And you started to kind of question, wow, is this it? You know, because I think that's one of the things that, I, that I've noticed and many others have noticed is when you, 
you know, you, you can earn, you know, money and you can you know, reach your financial goals. And then all of a sudden your mind says, well, I need more, you know, you always need more and more, you know, but, um, you know, I think that's one of the things that a lot of people can resonate with and realize, you know, even if you aren't there, you know, perhaps you're still striving for your financial goals. But I think one thing to realize is that when you get there, you're still going to want more. And that's still a healthy realization. But if you can recognize the fact that when you achieve certain, you know, levels of success in your business or whatever it may be, then you do have the opportunity to solve other problems, to lead other people into a direction where they can solve their own problems in their own life or, you know, or you can even be as large and inspirational and thinking as big as Lisa is in terms of changing, you know, systematic, you know, fundamentals of how the world operates and, you know, really chase your dreams. That's one of the things that Elevate is all about. It's like, you know, we have the opportunity to be leaders as entrepreneurs, you know, reach financial success and be free financially, make the decisions that we want to make, but then also, you know, do great things for other people. Because in my opinion, there's no one else who's going to do it for us, right? If we can do this, we can also serve a greater purpose. And so, you know, that's one of the reasons why I think it's such an inspiring uh, time to have you on the show is because you've done that, you've proven that. And, you know, has it always been that way for you, Lisa? I mean, have you always been this sort of selfless type of individual or, you know, did it take that shift to really kind of introspectively look in and say, is this it when you were achieving so much success in business or how did that happen for you? Oh, Tyler, uh, we're just so on the same page. I love this so much. Uh, it, it's amazing. You know, my husband and I have been in this, we've been in coaching and personal development, you know, for well over a decade now. And we've both been diving into trying to understand what it means to have a life purpose. What is my purpose, right? And what I realized, and this really started back in the days when I was in this technology startup and, and a few years went by and I started to feel unsettled and I would find myself at a yoga studio and you know, in the evenings, like unhappy. I was like, I'm not, why am I not happy with my life? And, and I would lay there on this yoga mat going, I need to, you know, I need to fix this. And, and I'll never forget the yoga community that I was a part of uh, was this profound group of people in Australia. And they taught me that life is about service and contribution to each other. And that has been one of the most profound and impactful things that I've learned in my life, which is that we can be ambitious go-getters and we can achieve all the success in business and we can make hundreds of millions of dollars. But guess what? The illusion is that we're going to be happy if we have all of those things, because that's what society tells us. There's a programming that goes on, which is, you know, we have the mansion and the Learjet and the fancy car, like all this stuff, right? That that's going to make us happy. And, and the truth is, in my experience and my husband, who's now done, you know, 20,000 hours of coaching people across the planet, our experience is that unless we are making a meaningful contribution to each other, to humanity, we're never going to feel happy and fulfilled. And so it was such a wake up for me to realize that. And I was in my own social experiment because I had earned all this money and I'd made, you know, I had everything I ever wanted and, and realized I wasn't happy and there was a piece that was missing and that was being of service. And so, you know, it's, it's informed so much of my, my decisions and it's also been challenging as well. I will admit, you know, because yeah. I've started different businesses over the years and some of them have been successful, others fizzled out. And the ones that fizzled out 
were the ones that were not connected to a greater purpose hmm. that, you know, you go in with a business opportunity or, you know, a money-making opportunity. Sometimes that's kind of the lens that we start from. And the truth is if we don't have a why behind what we're doing, if there's not a meaningful purpose, we just don't have the longevity. We don't have the capacity to sort of continue on. That's been my experience. And then I look at the, you know, the society, I look at <clears throat> the people that we sort of aspire to. You look at Elon Musk. Well, guess what? Elon Musk doesn't even consider himself a business person. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like the guy goes, hey, I'm an engineer and I just want to be useful and I want to create things that are useful to people. And look, I mean, he just launched the Cybertruck and had $10.5 billion in pre-sales with zero advertising. Amazing. How does an entrepreneur get to that point? I, I believe it's because he is so connected to the larger mission and particularly Tesla, Tesla, which is really to transition us out of fossil fuels, transition us into sustainable energy. That's really the mission behind what he's doing with that business. And of course, Solar City, which merged with Tesla, right? So I love that so much. That is mm -hmm. just so inspiring to me to look at the bigger picture and how we're, how we're in service to that. Are you someone who is looking to seriously elevate your life this year? I mean, now, this year, 2020, because I want to let you know that I am currently opening up a few coaching spots for people like you who want to close the gap from where you are to where you want to be. And I want to invite you to visit coachwithtyler.com. Again, that's coachwithtyler.com. I have to tell you, this is not for everyone. This is only for those who are defiantly committed, those who are decisive, those who are coachable, those who are resourceful. They're willing to do whatever it takes. They're willing to sacrifice time, energy, and invest resources into themselves to get to where they want to be, to live life at the highest level, and to elevate to a life without limits, exactly what we talked about on this show. If that is you, I invite you to visit coachwithtyler.com. Again, that's coachwithtyler.com. Yeah, I read the book years ago, Start With Why by Simon Sinek, and it really stood out to me. And, you know, I, I remember that book sitting on my shelf for probably a year or so and thinking, well, of course, you know, you got to have purpose. And, you know, my purpose is to make money or whatever it may be. And but if you really kind of dig into it, just having that purpose and really kind of the outcome for what you're doing is such a it's such a mind shift. I mean, what would you suggest for folks who are, you know, perhaps they're having a lot of success in their business, but maybe they're asking themselves that question as well. It's like, is this all there is? How would you suggest that they find or connect deeper with that purpose that they have? Oh, Tyler, what a great question. Uh, I, I could go, I could talk an hour about this, uh, but we'll, we'll kind of keep it short. So what I really inspire, I mean, part of my mission and, and purpose in life is really to inspire more people to be part of this change, this movement. And, and when we look at the world right now, we recognize we do have so many problems, whether it's democracy, climate change, inequality, our food systems, um, health, you know, all these things. And I, I really you know, it's such an opportunity for us as entrepreneurs to, to align to an even greater purpose to solve a social or environmental problem. And what's really cool is the United Nations came up with this framework called the Sustainable Development Goals. And there's 17 goals. They're called the Global Goals. And what it does is it helps people to understand what, what they can do to align themselves with a bigger 
mission, a bigger purpose <clears throat> to solve a bigger problem in the world. So an example of the UN SDG goal would be <clears throat> no poverty or uh, renewable energy across the planet or providing a quality education to every child. And so that to me is tremendously inspiring to, to say, okay, here's what my business does and here's what my bigger purpose is mm -hmm. in, in, in the realm of what I'm trying to do. And I look at real estate and I go, wow, you guys have an amazing canvas right there because real estate is, is you know, it serves a social purpose, right? We're providing quality housing for people. Um, it can also serve a community purpose if we're doing social purpose real estate where we, you know, convert uh, a piece of property into a community development or community center. Um, <clears throat> we've also got an opportunity with the green building space. You know, a lot of us are recognizing that we need to make this big shift to renewables and sustainable energy and green buildings is a huge piece to the climate equation. And so looking at solar, looking at um, environmentally friendly materials within buildings, I mean, it, it's just like, to me, it's amazing. If you look at the real estate space, there's a lot of change that we can create just in that industry alone. So that's, that's really what I encourage people to do and, and really ask the question within yourself, like, what is the problem in the world that bothers you the most? Hmm. That's good. And how can you be part of solving that and, and recognize that we are in a time where everyone can be a change maker. You look at, you know, Greta Thunberg, the young girl from Sweden who has started the climate revolution. Uh, we've just got that opportunity right now to step into our, our, uh, our role as change makers. What is the problem in the world that bothers you the most? I always encourage uh, Elevate Nation to take notes and I'm taking notes as well right now because that's a great question. I mean, ponder on that question, right? You know, it may not come to you directly. It may not come to you today, tomorrow, but let your mind work on that. Let your mind, your subconscious mind fester on that and, and let that inspire you to drive you towards something greater and, and make your life meaningful. You know, I mean, we have perhaps there's there's ways to extend our lifespan which a lot of people are talking about now and uh but at the end of the day it still is short and we want to leave a legacy and we want to do great things and so what is it that you know what's that problem in the world that bothers you the most i love that question thank you for uh, embarking upon that embarking upon us with your wisdom on that lisa um so tell me i want to fast forward just a little bit now uh today i mean what you're doing today Obviously, you're inspiring many, you're doing big things, you're such a dynamic person. You know, what are you doing to raise the bar in your business to really kind of take care of or, or, or strive towards, you know, solving that problem that, you know, bothers you the most today? Oh, such a, another amazing question, Tyler. I, well, you know, it's, it's interesting. I, I consider myself, you know, a multi-passionate entrepreneur, and I'm very excited about two things right now. Um, the first is really helping people to understand the world of impact investing, because now we're in, a, we're in a position where we can use our money for good, and we can invest our money for good. And so <clears throat> there's tremendous opportunity there to get involved in impact investing. <clears throat> but what's really close to my heart right now, and this is, uh, so such an amazing thing for me to share uh, is that I want to make a difference in education. And I've been saying this for a long time. And what's so profound, Tyler, is that I've been writing in my journal for literally, I don't know, 12 years now that I want to make a difference in education. I want to make a difference in education. What can I do? 
And this year I've had the most profound experience where um, I have a, a little, I have a young son. Uh, he just turned four and we were at the beach one day and I started to think about like, what can I teach him that's meaningful? What can I teach him that's important? He's a smart little guy. He picks up things so easily. And, and I thought, gosh, you know, it's never too early to teach him how to be a great human being. And I started to think about teaching him concepts like compassion and empathy and what diversity means and what abundance means. And I literally got this download, like while I was walking along, I thought, I should create a new alphabet here. So I, I kind of challenged myself in that moment and I wrote down a list of alphabet words. And these were new conscious words that I wanted my son to learn. And I came home and I shared it with my husband and he nearly fell over. <laughs> he goes, Lisa, he goes, this is unbelievable. He goes, you need to write a book about this. And I thought, wow, that's so fascinating. And, and so the whole concept is, you know, instead of teaching A is for apple, B is for book, C is for cat, you know, how do we teach our young children how to be great human beings? A is for abundance, B is for bravery, C is for compassion, D is for diversity, E is for empathy and gratitude and, and, and thankfulness. And the list goes on. And uh, so the long story short, we got the idea. I said, we're going to do a book and we launched a crowdfunding campaign. And I, cause I thought, well, let's just test this idea. Is this something that people want? And long story short, the, the crowdfunding campaign was really successful. And we've, I've literally uh, just sold out of our first print run of books. And I'm so inspired by this idea that we balance our education system. So it's not just about the head, but it's about the heart. And Dalai Lama, the Dalai Lama was one of the people that inspired me <clears throat> with this very concept, which is that this is where we're missing the mark, right? For, for children to have social and emotional intelligence and, and really um, recognize that that's, that's the key, right? And, and I, I thought about that for myself. It's like, why why was I inspired to create this change? And I thought, wow, you know, when I graduated from high school, I really had low self-esteem. I didn't think that much of myself. I didn't think I was that smart. And I didn't think I was creative, which is so sad to me because the funny part is I've had the most creative two decades of my life, you know, the number of things that I've created and, and to have that belief system to have graduated with that sort of belief system that I've had to undo over the years made me realize, wow, you know, there's such an opportunity here for change to instill um, self-love and self-compassion and, and all of those inner qualities that a lot of us missed out on graduating from school and had to learn you know, as we became older. And so if, if I can really help children to, to embed all of this, you know, love and, and empathy and compassion at a young age, then I, I really feel like I've, I've, did my, I've done my part. Well, the new alphabet, a new alphabet for humanity is absolutely inspiring. And if you haven't uh, heard of this, you've got to look this up and uh, we'll definitely share, you know, show notes uh, with regard to linking towards this book. I was blessed enough to be a part of the the Kickstarter campaign and, you know, and to be able to, you know, obtain an early copy of this because I'm so excited to share this with my future children. Because if you think about it, how powerful are words, you know, to, in your life, that's such a subconscious thing. If you don't really realize it, 
you know, words are what creates the quality of your life. And a lot of the stuff that we've been talking about is questions. You know, what questions are you asking yourself? You know, the questions that you asked yourself were certainly empowering in terms of how can I impact the education, you know, space, right? You know, you're continuing to ask yourself that question in your journal. And ultimately, your mind downloaded this material one day as you were, you know, walking in a creative and inspiring type of a place, you know, you're on the beach. And so, you know, to most, it would seem, well, that just kind of fell in her lap. But, you know, you were asking yourself this question so long. And I think it's a reminder for all of us. It's like what we talked about earlier. What's, you know, what's the problem in the world that's bothering you the most? Continue to ask yourself that question and these type of inspirational moments will happen. But, um, but I really love that. And I'm, I'm really excited to, to share that with our audience because I just, I know how powerful this is. And I know that we also have such an opportunity to impact education or, you know, whatever it may be. I mean, there's so many different ways to use your inspiration towards creating a better world. And so I really love that. And I really want to honor you for what you've done there uh, and what you continue to do. So, um, yeah. So what I would say, um, you know, you know, as a multifaceted entrepreneur and somebody who's multifaceted in your passion and what you're seeking to impact the world with, I mean, how do you eliminate, because there's got to be things that you've got to have your blinders on, right? How do you say no to things? And, and what are some examples of things that you have to say no to? Wow. Well, I think for me now at this point in my life, I only, I, I've, I've cemented in my, my value system, my integrity. I only want to make a difference. And so I don't approach um, business opportunities anymore the way that I may have in the past. Like, oh, that's a great idea. I could make a lot of money from that. I don't approach that anymore. I, I, it's like, how can I make a difference? And how is this going to impact the world positively? And, and that is my guiding force. And, and it's interesting because I, I will admit there was a, there has been a period in my, my life where I started to lose my drive for making money and, and career achievement and success. And I realized that's why, because I, it was sort of futile <clears throat> to me, this idea of just making money to, to buy things, right? Like the materialism mm -hmm. of it. And, and I had to sort of reset and recognize that that in my heart, that wasn't who I was. In my heart, I'm, I'm really a person that deeply cares for people and the planet. I'm, I, I'm so passionate about sustainability and, and people. And, and I thought, you know, I, it's a different way of approaching how I do things now. And, and so if someone's, you know, and, and I will say, because we have a large community of entrepreneurs and, and investors, I get approached all the time, you know, people that want to work with me, they want me on their board, they want, you know, and it's like, if it's just money making, I, I'm just, I'm sorry to say, I'm just not interested. You know, it's mm -hmm. like, what is the bigger purpose and mission? Uh, and so that's how I say no now. It's, it's just that um, for me, it has to be tied to some sort of social or environmental purpose. Love it. There's so much clarity there. And I think it's just another challenge for everybody is to create your clarity on what is it that you, what is your overall mission, you know, and make your decisions based on that. And, and you get clarity when you ask yourself questions. So I really appreciate you sharing that. I'd like to know also, you know, as a multifaceted individual and multifaceted, you know, passionate type of a person that you are, um, you know, tell me about some habits that, that you have that are very important to you know, setting yourself up to impact the world in such a profound way that you do? Well, I think the first one is definitely journaling. So when I look back at my journal and goals and dreams and aspirations that I've written, it is, it, it brings tears to my eyes because mm. it comes true. 
you know, and, and it's just so exciting to me that we can literally, with a stroke of a pen, we're setting out a frequency to the universe to say, this is what we, we desire. And so I, I've really kept this journaling process um, quite sacred over the years. I, I make sure that I write down my goals, my aspirations, um, and what I want for the world and my thoughts, you know, and so journaling is a huge one. Um, the second one is, is really travel. And, you know, my husband and I sort of laugh because um, <clears throat> we, we've done a tremendous amount of travel the last five years. And in fact, we took our, our young son around the world, his first two years of life. And I wrote a children's book about that as well. I was really inspired to, you know, to help other parents uh, think about, you know, well, inspire them to travel with their kids. And one of the reasons I realized that we love travel is that um, the way the mind works is that we can get into a box, right? Like we can kind of put ourselves in a box. And, and in my experience, if we're too steeped in a routine and the same way of thinking, you know, the repeated thoughts, the repeated behaviors, then we kind of, we, we cut off from the possibilities of life. And that's, that's definitely been our experience. And Trevor and I laugh because we say, you know, like six months, is, six months is our maximum. You know, if we're in a routine for longer than six months and we haven't traveled or done something outside of the box, uh, we start to get really antsy. It's like we need something different. And I, I really will attest to, I think my big picture thinking has, has been this. It's, it's get, continually getting out of the box. It's like, where can you go? Can you go to a place where you feel inspired? It doesn't even have to be, you know, some exotic international destination. It can just be another city or, you know, go in nature. Um, but to travel and get outside of your own environment, I think is really important. So that's been a really big piece. And I, I've just proven it to myself again. You know, we were steeped in routine. We had a lot of stuff going on this year and we've just flown over back to Australia and I'm feeling tremendously inspired right now. I'm getting a, a whole stream of new ideas and insights for how I'm going to grow my my uh, my book and and mission next year to create a heart-based curriculum uh, and have that in schools and you know this big picture thinking sort of again just stems from traveling and and really uh, just being in an inspired environment I couldn't agree more and it's funny to you you wouldn't expect that answer when it comes to habits you know a lot of times well you know I get up early and this that and the other which are obviously you know, everybody has great habits when, when it comes to those things. But you think about it, it's like, well, let's build a habit of, you know, perhaps have entering a pattern interrupt in terms of your environment, right? Whether it's travel internationally to somewhere extremely inspiring or just, you know, across town, maybe to another city or whatever it may be, but to inspire, you know, greater thinking, you know, to inspire these thoughts that are they're waiting for you to, to act upon. So that's really, that's really awesome and amazing. And uh, the other thing too, that I, I would just add to that is that whenever, whenever I travel, you know, not only do I, you know, get new ideas and I can kind of reset my mind, but I feel like I also recognize the fact that we live in such a large world as such a profound you know, existence with so many different people. And, and sometimes, you know, we think our challenges are the center of the world. But when you go somewhere else, especially if you go 15,000 miles away, you know, you start to realize, wow, you know, my little problems that I had, you know, back there, uh, you know, everybody's dealing with something and there's 7 billion people on this planet. So how can we, you know, create larger challenges, you know, overcome bigger problems and help more people. So, I really love that. It's, it's, let's, let's think big. And that's what Elevate's all about. So um, 
I love that. Thank you for sharing that. I, I'd love to know, uh, you know, you, you probably would say travel to this, but I, I'd be curious to know what's the most worthwhile investment that you've made in yourself over the past year or so? Well, apart from marrying my husband, who I love to pieces, he's just the most amazing life partner. Um, what, what I mean, investment, that's, uh, I don't know if that's an investment. <laughs> investment of time, right? Of love, yeah, of your heart. <laughs> absolutely. You know, investment, I think just investing in ourselves. You know, we've done a lot of personal growth work over the years. We've, we've you know, Tony Robbins and, and different uh, conferences and, and really things to sort of awaken, uh, awaken the inner power that we have. That's, that's been tremendous for me. And I think back, you know, I was, I was sharing, you know, graduating from high school, not thinking I was smart or creative, which was like the, the biggest joke because really, you know, I've unleashed my, my intelligence and my creativity and, and proven to myself that, you know, that, uh, anything is possible. And I, I think also the, the self-love piece is a really big one. Uh, just having such a deep appreciation for ourselves on the inside. Um, that's been really powerful as well. So I think, I think just investing in ourselves, I mean, it's been said before, but your, your return on investment within your, you know, on, in yourself is, is 10 X, 20 X, hundred X, uh, whether that means getting a coach um, you know, whether that means going to inspirational conferences, personal development conferences, like just immerse yourself in, in growing yourself first, first and foremost. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, you know, I, you talk about Tony Robbins. I mean, I know you had this experience yourself. I mean, I went to Unleash the Power Within earlier this year, and it still has stuck with me with this, you know, you walk on fire and it sounds crazy and you feel like you're in a cult and you're doing it, but you're walking, you know, you're kind of like, you're, you're following the path here and you're walking along and all of a sudden you're, you're walking on 2000 degree hot coals and you're thinking I'm the craziest person on the planet. But when you do that, you start to realize, wow, I can do anything, you know, if I get in the peak state, if I, if I focus on the outcome, if I focus on the possibilities and, you know, really just that sort of experience for me was so profound, but I just think of all the other examples of things that you can do to invest in yourself that can stick with you for the rest of your life that can give you, you know, a hundred times or more, you know, type of an investment, not only just financially, but just in terms of quality of life and experience and just building a life that's more profound and more deep and more, you know, I guess multifaceted, so to speak. So uh, I really, really love that. What, tell me about, uh, Lisa, tell me about a failure that you've experienced that, you know, maybe looking back was something that you needed to happen maybe in that moment, that's something that served you for a higher purpose. Oh, good question. Well, I, I look back now, uh, the biggest failure in my I, opinion, and this is sort of alludes to what I was speaking to uh, earlier, was starting the wrong business for the wrong reasons. You know, I started a marketing company and uh, I ran that successfully um, for five years and I reached a point where I, I couldn't do it anymore because my personal, like my, my, my inner voice was, was nudging me saying, Lisa, I, I found myself working with a lot of traditional companies that just wanted to make money and they didn't have that social or environmental mission or purpose. And I couldn't do it anymore. And I lost quite a bit of money. I shut it down. And, um, you know, it was a lesson for me. It was a lesson which really sort of informed the next phase of my life, which was never again, I'm not going to start a company just for the sake of making money and, and, you know, do it that way. And that wasn't my prime mission starting it, but that's sort of how the business ended up. And I realized I needed a reset. And so, um, you know, 
I, I call it a spectacular failure because it's gotten me to this place, you know, where I, I truly feel that I'm living on purpose. I'm living with purpose. I'm making a difference. And that never would have happened if I would have continued on in that business. I just always like to ask that question just because, you know, everybody fails, right? We're, it's inevitable. But the reminder is, hey, look, you know, just because we fail doesn't mean it's over. You know, it means that now we're, we've got a stepping stone to our next opportunity and you have these lessons that are almost more valuable than any dollar amount that you could ever put on it. So uh, I really love that you shared that. I would love to know also beyond that, you know, who are your role models? You talked about Elon Musk a couple of times here, you know, folks that are doing amazing, you know, crazy big things and thinking larger than, than most people could ever even dream of. But I'm curious to know, who are your role models? Well, I think first and foremost, I'm married to one of my role models. I love my husband. He's amazing. Uh, of course, you know, we say that about our other half, but he inspires me so much just mm -hmm. in who he is and, and how much he makes a difference. And so Trevor, for sure. And then really, uh, Peter Diamandis is another one of my mentors. I love him for his passion and his conviction that we can solve all of the world's greatest social and environmental challenges. And so Peter Diamandis is one of those people that inspires me to think big. He's so down to earth in who he is and he's making such a difference in the world. And so I, I love Peter Diamandis. And uh, the second, uh, well, I guess the third person is another fellow that this has been sort of a recent thing. Uh, I, I wrote, I read a book that I will recommend at the end of the show here uh, by a fellow named Joel Solomon. And he's an incredible mission venture capitalist out of uh, Vancouver, Canada. And he's really got this, this <clears throat> mission behind what he does, which is, uh, he wants to inspire people to redirect capital into social and environmental change. And his book um, is one of the most um, life-changing books I've ever read, uh, which is really informing this next level of purpose for me, which is to help redirect so much capital that arguably was made to kind of you know, be destruct destructive, whether it was extractive to the earth or exploitative, exploitative to people. How do we actually redirect that capital into regenerating the earth and restoring equality and, and all of these beautiful things, the beautiful world that we know is possible. And so Joel Solomon is, is a tremendous uh, inspiration to me. And, and I really, uh, I'm excited to kind of carry the baton of his work uh, and inspire more people to, to, uh, to vote with their dollars and, 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 and invest their money for good. I love it. I love it. So what we're going to do now is we're going to transition into our rapid fire section, which we call the rare air questionnaire. And the reason why we call it that is Elevate Nation knows is because we're scaling Mount Everest right now, you know, hypothetically, theoretically, uh, and we're continuing to, to raise the bar, right? We're never going to give up. And there's always another mountain for us to climb. Uh, but most people gave up, you know, most people gave up before they couldn't really breathe. Their mind told them they couldn't breathe. Their mind told them they were tired, they were cold, but we didn't give up. We passed through the, the failures, the challenges, and we continue to push through those and, and the fear and the, you know, the uncertainties and things like that. But, uh, you know, you were just briefly touching on a book there and, and I'd love to know, I mean, would you say that that's the most impactful book that you've ever read or would you, uh, would you attest to others? One of the most for sure. So the book is called Clean Money Revolution. And I'll just briefly describe really the, the whole idea is that there is $50 trillion 
that is about to change hands from the baby boomers to the millennials by 2050. And, and, the, and the, the premise behind the book is how do we take that dirty money, a lot of the money that arguably was made to create all of these social environmental problems we have, how do we take that dirty money and make it clean? <laughs> you know, and I love that so much. Um, so that book is, is, is tremendously inspiring and I really recommend to people uh, who really want to make a big difference uh, and get, part, get behind this whole movement. Uh, check out Clean Money Revolution for sure. Um, and really, the, you know, the, asking the question, how can I be a great ancestor? How can I actually um, do things right now that are going to impact generations from now? And I may not see the changes in my lifetime, but the decisions I'm making right now about where I put my money, where I invest my money, what I do with it is going to impact future generations. So that book for sure, um, I highly recommend. Another one I recommend is called A Finer Future. Uh, this book is also a, a tremendous blueprint for a sustainable, regenerative future. And I love the book because it, it, it's, it's like this amazing resource for understanding how do I, if we want to make a difference, it's like, wow, we just read this book and it's like, okay, here's exactly how we can change the world and make it the world that we, we know is possible. So um, it, it spells out an entire blueprint for um, feeding the world sustainably, uh, renewable energy ac across the globe. Uh, it just, it, you know, it reform in, in finance and insurance and real estate. Like it talks about all the solutions. And so I definitely recommend A Finer Future uh, by Hunter Levins. That's another book that has been really, um, really powerful and instrumental in my life. I love it. If you're watching on YouTube, you have got to see the body language here and the excitement that Lisa is uh, is bringing to the table. When we talk about these books, I mean, it's just, she's about to jump out of the chair right now. I love it. So we will definitely put links in the show notes uh, to both Clean Money Revolution as well as A Finer Future. Uh, I'm always excited to find something new to read. And I know that Elevate Nation is as well. So thank you for sharing that. Um, what's the, you know, we talked a lot about this really in our discussion, but beyond what we've talked about so far, what's the biggest way that you elevate your life on a daily basis? I, I think it's, uh, it's really that commitment to, to personal excellence or personal mastery. And, and I think that that, that is really, that really stems from the nature of us. The nature of our ourselves is to grow and evolve. It's like the, you know, the seed that wants to become the plant or the tree or, you know, nature has that evolutionary impulse. We want to grow and expand and evolve. And I, I feel like I've been on this path for so long to, you know, how do I improve myself? How do I show up as the best version of myself? How do I inspire others to do the same? How do I inspire others to, uh, to know what's possible for themselves and, and for the world. And so, yeah, I mean, my purpose is inspiring positive change. And, and the more I can continue to do that in, uh, in, a, in the most impactful way that I can, uh, that's, that's, really, that's really what I'm about. Well, you certainly embody that. There's no doubt about that. I would love to know, I mean, our, the talk of our entire discussion has really been along the, line, along the lines of elevating others, of course, elevating humanity. You know, one of the things that I've been uh, inspired by, and you know, it's a, it's a sort of a simple thought, but it's a very profound one if you think of, of it this way is, you know, think big and act small. And I'm curious to know, you know, my next question is how do you elevate others around you? You know, obviously, we, we've talked a lot about how big you're thinking and how you're really kind of 
impacting humanity through many of the things that you do. What would you say is maybe one example of a, of a small act that you do on a consistent basis that elevates others around you? Well, this is, it's kind of funny for me to share this, but I'm going to share it. So I, I deliberately carve out time in the morning to just cuddle my son. I mean, I will spend like 30 minutes to an hour just being with him and, and hugging him and, and just telling him how much I love him and what a wonderful human he is. And I find that that gets me into such a high vibrational state that that sends out you know, again, that sends out a frequency to, to what I want to do. And so I, I feel like, yes, you know, we, we can think big and we can have big ambitions. Um, but it really starts with, you know, how do we impact those people that are closest to us that we love so much? And uh, so, I mean, that certainly is my family. Uh, that's, that's, that's my, you know, of course, my biggest priority and, and focus is, is really just making sure that I um, give them as much love as I possibly can. And, and just uh, that love, I mean, again, that love that we share for our family and friends, imagine if we could just extend more of that love out into the world, what that will do. And that's, that's, that's really what, you know, I, I, I talk a lot about that being in the love vibration. And so that's, um, that's a big piece for me. Yeah. And it's all about, you know, if you impact one person, you know, they can now have the ability of impacting one other person. And, you know, it's a, yeah. it's a domino effect. And, and the reason why I asked it that way is because I don't want people to get analysis paralysis on this thing. They're like, wait a minute, how can I change the lives of 7 billion people? And yes, it's great to think big and you should think bigger than that even. But what's one little thing that you can do right now? What's one little thing? You know, I talked to so many different people on this show and some people have just said, you know, just smiling at someone else, you know, yes. giving someone a hug, you know, saying hello to them. Uh, I mean, there's so many different ways that you can elevate others around you with, which at the end of the day, I think if you can do that and do it selflessly, that's how you really elevate your life. And so, um, you know, this has been uh, so, so much fun, but Lisa, I'd love to know, is there, do you have any parting words of wisdom for Elevate Nation? Yeah, I think, I think really this extends what we just talked about, Tyler, which is that we can change the world. And, and the most uh, dangerous belief that we can hold is the belief that we can't. And, and really, it does take, you know, as Margaret Mead says, it takes a thoughtful group of committed citizens to change the world. And, and that really is the only thing that ever has. And so I really uh, just invite everyone to, to step into their energy of, of being the change and, uh, and recognize that, yeah, I mean, we, we can do that. And I feel like a lot of us that are into personal growth and, 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 and you know, we, we, we emit so much positivity. Um, this is the change, right? It's being the bright lights for others. It's, it's inspiring people to what's possible. And, and I just really invite people to recognize that they can create um, tremendous change and, and uh, impact the lives of their immediate family and friends and, and the world at the same time, just by, you know, being who they are. Well said. Well said. I couldn't say it any better myself. And Lisa, I just want to thank you again so, so much for being on the show. Oh, it's been amazing. Thank you so much, Tyler. I love your show so much. Oh, well, thank you so much. And if, uh, if and when uh, Elevate Nation wants to stay in contact with you, how can they do that? Uh, my website, a great, great place to start. So Lisa McGregor, it's um, L-E-E-S-A. 
and then M-C-G-R-E-G-O-R. -E I have a couple of resources on there. I, I wrote a manifesto for the future, which uh, a lot of people have commented. It's a, a pretty inspiring piece. Um, I've also got a, a cool ebook that I put together on uh, 50 world-changing companies uh, to give entrepreneurs inspiration uh, for how they can grow a company that changes the world. And, uh, and if you're interested in checking out the alphabet for humanity, I, I so recommend you come and have a look and watch our video. It's, it's been such a labor of love putting this project together, uh, alphabetforhumanity.com. And, uh, yeah, I would love to connect with any of your listeners and I'm so grateful to, that you've had me on the show today. Well, thank you so much. And, you know, also Lisa has a free guide on how to grow a world changing business, uh, that we will link as well to the show notes. And, you know, it's really what we talked about today is we can change the world. You know, we have the ability of changing the world and allow Lisa to be a resource for you. Allow her to be someone who can inspire you. And I, I would also ask that you replay the show. I mean, it's amazing to me. I will record these shows and I listen to them as well and I play them again. And it's like, wow, I didn't even hear that. I can't imagine. So listen to the show again. Take notes. Take massive action. Create you know, something great, create something great for your life, for someone else, you know, change the world. We can change the world. And uh, I really want to thank you so much, Elevate Nation, for listening. And Lisa, thanks again for being on the show. Thank you so much. Bye, everybody. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Elevate. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and pay it forward by sharing with a friend. Most importantly, take this opportunity to elevate your results by taking immediate action on what you learned. For more, visit tylerchesser.com.